Hello. Hey, everybody. How we doing? It's Wednesday. It sure the fuck is. <laughs> Welcome to the confessional booth. And we are back at it again for another crazy round of retail. Are you guys ready for the tea? Because <laughs> we are spilling the piping hot tea. Make sure that you send us your tea at Confessions of Retail, all the tea at gmail.com. And away we go. Well, the time has come. This is episode 40. It's the season finale, bitches. It has been a fun season. And it sure has. I can't wait to start the new season next year. I know. Thank you to all of you that have been listening to us and stuck with us all the way through. I know there have been some hiccups and some mishaps and some annoying audio technical difficulties for all of us. Look, we've been learning a lot along the way. <laughs> and Lexi still needs to get better equipment on her end. But I will. <laughs> Season two, your ears are going to be so wet. <laughs> you know, that sounded so much better in my head. Moist. And then when I said it, I was like, ew, it's like that meme that's going around with the <laughs> old woman saying moist. <laughs> it does not make you moist. It makes you very uncomfortable. <laughs> Dry, actually. <laughs> that's weird. It just became the Sahara. <laughs> Drink some of my water. <laughs> So thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to all of our new podcast friends that we made in the past, how many months? Ten? Ten months? Nine? We started in March, right? <laughs> that would be uh, nine. Nine months. <laughs> nine months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in charge of finances. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's uh jump right in. Bitch open. You talk about eggnog, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it, okay? <laughs> you were worried. <laughs> that was the most hesitant sip of water I think I've ever seen you take in life. <laughs> so, Amy, you want to tell me about your season finale weekend? I got some stuff. <laughs> Oh, me too. But I'm going to let you uh, <laughs> take the cup of tea and spill that shit one final time for 2K19. Yes. Um. So I was ringing up this guy and he comes around the counter and goes over to my trash can and just spits his entire mouth full of chew into my freaking trash Whoa. can i was just like, <laughs> like right in the middle of him saying something he was just like yeah and so this and <laughs> oh my god and it's so gross watching it because it's not one clean spit <laughs> no they struggle through all of that like just it, and his like tongue is like he's like <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> i was just like did that just happen i mean of course at least he spit it into a trash can 
but right? still pick cup to hang out on your counter for the rest oh of the night. Oh my god. Reeking of tobacco and window Ugh. greens. <laughs> I fucking hate that. <laughs> but like, like if the there's fact- anything I'm passionate about, it's my hate for that smell. <laughs> the fact that he just like walked around the counter and came back behind the counter to spit into my trash can. I was like, he's like violating my my trash can. This is my trash can. You go use your trash can. (laughs) What, you leave yours at home, bud? (laughs) Yep. Sounds a lot like a you problem right now, huh, bud? He wasn't even like, do you have a trash can or can I use the trash? He just walks all the way around. Oh, that's so fucking gross. And this is like... (laughs) Like, oh, gross. <laughs> Why you gotta? <laughs> so gross. Um, there was this guy on Sunday. He, I was like getting ready to head out the door. Like my, um, my next employee had come in. It was time for me to leave. I just ran out to to into the store to put something away really quick. And as I'm coming back up to put on my jacket and grab my purse to leave, this one guy, he's he's a regular, uh, he asked me how I was. You know, he was just like, hey, how are you? And I was like, I'm fine. How are you? And just immediately his whole demeanor just changes. He just goes, man, this fucking bitch just almost hit my car out in the fucking parking lot. Let her fucking hit my car. I'm from 20 miles outside of Gary you know, the murder capital of the nation, let her try it. And I was like, what? (laughs) 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 And and he just goes, um, what did he say? He said, I'm a fucking gangster Christian. (laughs) That's a thing? Is that like Lutheran or First Methodist? And then there's gangster Christianity? (laughs) I missed that one. I did. I missed that memo. I missed that religion too. I don't know what religion that is. <laughs> Gangster Christian. Thug Jesus. That's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> They're gang banging for Jesus. <laughs> clack, clack, motherfucker. You better pray to your Lord. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> uh, I just, I looked at my employee and I was like, I'm out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was my last two minutes of sanity. <laughs> and oh, that's funny. This, that's... this guy, he is a regular, and he's also a regular psychopath. Like, <laughs> I, I, I have no doubt in my mind that this guy is not mentally stable enough that he would kill somebody. Like, mm-hmm. every time he comes in, I'm like, oh my god, this guy fucking guy <laughs> like he would kill somebody honestly <laughs> you're like I just I feel that you would be the murderer he would like I don't even know if he hasn't yet Like <laughs> at this I mean, point like, <laughs> he is a gangster Christian he's a so gangster Christian I can't breathe. Hold on. <laughs> I was just like, you're a what? <laughs> you're right. I would have no regular response to this. <laughs> I 
had nothing. I was I just looked at my employee and I was like, all right, bye. Right. You're like, oh. <laughs> and she was like, he's a fucking psycho. And I'm like, I know. That's putting it nicely. <laughs> gang gang banging for Jesus. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to hell. <laughs> oh my god. But apparently gosh, I... he is not. <laughs> no, he's he's only doing it for Jesus. <laughs> this is so like bad. such an extreme for somebody that like kind of got cut off in a parking lot. <laughs> like don't get me wrong, I get ca- I get cut off and it does annoy me. And it irritates me sometimes, maybe even, but I'm not gonna be like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I, have, I have something in my head. You know, I have something called rationality. <laughs> called a, a moral compass. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, because you know right from wrong. And I don't know what living 20 miles outside of Gary has anything to do with it. (laughs) I'm in close proximity to danger. Watch out. (laughs) Like, you might be from there, maybe, but you don't live there now. So, (laughs) (laughs) the nicest city. (laughs) I'm a gangster Christian. Oh, These are the right. people that I have to deal with on a normal basis. Gang banging for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it works? I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, I do have a few additional questions. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave them. I'm just gonna put it down. <laughs> yep, I'm not picking it up. Nope. <laughs> it can stay nope. there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, yesterday I was working and there was this older lady that came in the store. We were the only two people in the store, <clears throat> mind you. And we were talking and she farted. And I wasn't necessarily, like, going to laugh at the fart, you know? People fart. And sometimes people fart accidentally louder than they think that it might (laughs) But the thing that got me was the fact that she farted loudly and then, like, it it startled her. (laughs) Like, she, she, she turned around and looked like maybe somebody else had done it. But there was nobody else there. <laughs> like, who was that? <laughs> There's a farting ghost in here. Casper. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like, had she have just continued talking, I probably wouldn't have like lost it. But the fact that she just like stopped mid sentence was like, oh, and <laughs> turned around. <laughs> And I'm like, no, there's nobody else in here but us. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> you don't wear glasses, Amy. You can't do the thing where if you I... look above your glasses to direct your sometimes, eye contact into your skull. <laughs> but that's what that's for. You're like, I need some glasses. It was you. <laughs> I mean, I, I fart. Some fake People frames. fart. I'll bring them to you. <laughs> just so you can do that they don't have to know there's no lenses in them but you do the, the, the above the lens look and they're gonna know <laughs> like yeah i heard it too <laughs> <laughs> what was that that was weird she turns around and turns back to you <laughs> already ready with the look <laughs> I don't have glasses on, and she turns around, and then she turns back, and magically I have glasses <laughs> on. You have full-on fucking glasses. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> You're about to be scared twice, bitch. Watch out. <laughs> and then she's like, whoa, were you wearing those? I know. <laughs> I only wear these when it's time for a fact check. <laughs> <clears throat> That's funny. Uh, okay. One more update. Um, last time I was talking about my favorite Christmas movie, Muppets Christmas Carol, and I said that I was going to see how many times I could play it before somebody complained. <laughs> I'm up to 12 times now. <laughs> Nobody no said complaints? anything. <laughs> nice. So we'll check back in after the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm averaging about three or four times a shift. <laughs> That's funny. I only average a movie per shift. <laughs> Unless I pick like Lord of the Rings and it's half to half a quarter a of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's my weekend. How about yours? <laughs> Are you going to make it through? Like I don't have any gangster Christians, so don't get your hopes up. I mean, why don't you? <laughs> I had some bullshit to deal with. So I was doing DoorDash and I sometimes in DoorDash you get cash deliveries and I did. Um I took a pizza delivery to a hotel here in town. So I get there and first off um, I knocked on the door and immediately I hear, you want your fucking pizzas? Go get your fucking pizzas. I'm like, oh boy. So I'm expecting another adult to approach the door, right? Like the boyfriend or girlfriend of this person yelling these obscenities. It's a boy about my son's age, my oldest age. And I'm immediately like, uh-uh. No. You don't fucking talk to a kid like that. No. So he- so he goes to grab the pizza, and I tell him the total, right? And he goes, okay. And I was like, I know, you poor little thing. So then she starts talking all this shit about how much the pizzas are and how he's costing her a fortune for these pizzas and bitching about everything along the way. Then she gives him money, and he brings it out to me, and it's 10 bucks short. So I tell him that he goes to tell her, presuming she's his mom, and she starts talking all the shit about how I owe her change. What? Yeah. I'm like, no, you're $9 short. 
you owe me money still. So then I get to meet the face to this awful fucking voice. And she is. Oh, man, she was pretty messed up. Oh, no. I don't think she was under any influences when I went to take the pizzas. But you can tell she's been through the ringer. Oh, jeez. Um, she comes out. She sends him into the room and then tries to fucking fight me over $9. Oh, my God. I know. I'm like, you need to pay the rest of your bill. And she goes, you owe me such and such cents. And I'm like, no, the total was this. And she was like, uh, you have a lot of nerve talking to me like that, you little fucking bitch. And I just looked uh-uh. at her and I was like, do I, really, do I really need to call the cops over $9? And I will. She goes, she goes huh, fucking snitching blah 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 walks into the hotel room and slams the door i go down to the kiosk of the hotel the front desk and i tell them what happened and they're like do you want me to call the police and make a report and i was like you can put a note on her tab that she just tried to assault a delivery driver um but i don't have the time for cops right now <laughs> like <laughs> literally not trying to deal with it so i call the corporate and i tell them about this four days after the fact they finally respond to me with step-by-step instructions on how to do a cash delivery there is no compensation no consideration for what i had to go through i was just shorted nine dollars and that was it does that come out of your like mm-hmm. uh-uh Oh, yeah, no, um, I really was not happy with that little fluke. Later on, same night, I get another order for another hotel room. Um, It's like a really small Chinese food order. So I go and pick it up, no problem. And I get to the hotel and I ask them, I was like, hey, where's room with this number? And the lady at the kiosk goes uh we don't go up that high and I'm like uh, <laughs> okay so I call him and I'm like hey this is your DoorDash driver I'm here at the hotel with your delivery I'm in the lobby could you meet me down here he goes I'm in the lobby right now I don't see you at all and he's like are you sure you're at the right place I said this is the only uh hotel by that name in my town and he goes, where are you located? So I tell him, and he goes, honey, I'm in Akron, Ohio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not even in the same state. <laughs> nope, not even close. I'm like, well, I can't bring you your food then. <laughs> <laughs> and he just laughs with me, and I'm like, I'm sorry about this. And he's like, it's okay. Uh, we just canceled the order and i got to keep the food yum yeah nothing says yay like free chinese food i like free chinese food (laughs) all right so my uh last little bit for my weekend is the funny part okay the funny part you didn't have (laughs) any uh gang jesus gangbangers though no it wasn't that funny but (laughs) it was kind of funny so we do elf on the shelf we do right. not. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> um, 
this year we've had some um, complications with our elf on the shelf. I'm gonna put it nicely. Put you're gonna put it nicely. Say I'm it. gonna put it nicely. Um, so on pod because I'm not gonna tell my kids this. I lost the elf. Oh no! I know. I don't know where the hell I could have put him. He's <laughs> in a dark. Scared storage unit. And he and is I, sad and lonely. Oh, he's probably safe. What was his name again? Bobby. <laughs> Poor Bobby. You lost Bobby. Well, so instead of saying I lost Bobby. <laughs> Did Bobby boys, leave a note? <laughs> no. The boys woke up to a ransom note. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is my, like, that's stroke, my, my little stroke of genius here. <laughs> um, they woke up to a ransom note. It says, you missed your elf, huh? <laughs> Maybe you should be nicer to your mom. <laughs> XO, XO, the Mr. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so my oldest has been telling every single person at school... <laughs> that he has to save his elf on the shelf <laughs> from highly trained elf operatives <laughs> working for Mr. The Claude. <laughs> <laughs> his teacher sent me an email and was like, is this a thing that's going on at your house or is he just being weird in class? <laughs> I'm like, nope, it's just a weird thing we're doing right it's now. Weird. It's it's real. It's I mean, not real, real. <laughs> and she's like, he's gotten really creative with it. And I was like, I'm, I'm sure he's run a mile or two with he it by now. He is a creative individual. <laughs> he, he gets it honestly. <laughs> she's like, did they really send pictures? And I'm like, no. <laughs> just a ransom note and she's like okay <laughs> that's awesome oh it's so fucking funny is that it is that yeah, all your weekend that's all my weekend it's time for in the news in the news in the news and now for in the news the news how much do we love shit shows Tell me, Amy, how much do we love shit shows? Enough to go and find news articles. Oh, yeah. The best ones, too. Somebody else wrote it. We're here to read it. News break. You want to go first, Lexi? I sure can. You're going to giggle at my article title. Okay. Woman demands full refund from Costco for dead Christmas tree. (laughs) Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I don't you laugh about it. Rather than toss her undecked Christmas tree in the trash, one not so jolly Californian headed to Costco for a refund. According to a now viral Facebook post from an eyewitness cited by WFLA, the woman in question arrived at the Santa Cl- Clarita Santa Clarita at the Santa Clarita California store on January fourth with her dead tree in tow demanding that she get her money back because it didn't stay lush and green as long as expected. Did she water it? (laughs) I can't make this stuff up. Yesterday at my Costco, shame on Costco, shame on this loser, 
but it's going to start costing all of us when word gets out, the post began. The woman in line at Costco totally nonchalant to return her Christmas tree because it was dead. On January 4th. <laughs> I saw the whole thing go down with my own two eyes about 30 minutes ago. If I didn't see it, I wouldn't believe that someone had so little moral value or lack of conscience. The kicker, per the Facebook status, the woman was granted a full refund for the dead tree. Ah, oh, Jesus though, Christ. <laughs> though it wasn't without a little pushback from store employees. It was questioned, verified purchase on her account, and she was shammed to a small degree, the post read. The uh, Facebook jury is still out on whether this is ingenious or absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's definitely ridiculous. Full All fucking right, refund for a Christmas tree that lasted longer than Christmas. <laughs> yep. And if it was a living tree... Could they not have questioned whether she watered it or not? Great. Because they never did. They were just like, all right, fine. They're like, all right, here Funny. you go. I really hate that when people just, like, appease the customers. It's just... <laughs> Look, it makes like, them get that sense of entitlement that, like, exactly. oh, I don't have to invest in anything permanently. This can just be, I'll get my money back in two weeks. <laughs> it's just annoying. I mean, yes, that is the reason that there are so many crappy customers out there because they're just like, they're just going to give it to me anyway because they want me to be happy. And I, But these people, the people are never happy. Yep. Anywho. <laughs> End rant. All right, Amy. What you got? Couple got engaged at Walmart hours after armed robbery hoax. <laughs> Keeping a, it classy. Yeah. A clerk and her fiance have been charged after police say they plotted and carried out an armed robbery Monday night. Callie Carswell, the clerk the clerk who was working when the robbery at Big Daddy's on Carbon City Road took place, was charged with conspiracy for robbery with a dangerous weapon. False report to police and misuse of a 911 system. Carswell's fiance, Clarence, <laughs> Clarence Moore, the third, <laughs> was charged with conspiracy for robbery with a dangerous weapon and robbery with a dangerous weapon. Okay. Wait, what? I know. These are two separate charges. One was conspiracy, one was robbery. I don't know. Both with dangerous weapon. <laughs> I guess my only question there is... Why? <laughs> if they did it, is it a conspiracy still? <laughs> or did it happen? <laughs> so, wait, hold on. No, yeah, it happened. But, just wait. Investigators said the robbery took place after 10 p.m. Monday night when a man with a hat, bandana, and some sort of ornamental sword <laughs> walked into the okay. store <laughs> wait is it ornamental or oriental or ornamental i mean it's like a fucking samurai sword but it's an ornamental not oriental <laughs> you know like i'm just walking down the street and i run into randy jackson and <laughs> <laughs> you should don't just not get his autograph <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, you don't just not rob the place. Like. Um, walked into the store and demanded money from the clerk. 
he walked out of the store with two thousand nine hundred sixty dollars. Wow. <laughs> was the samurai sword, huh? It's a samurai. <laughs> an ornamental sword. <laughs> Sorry, an ornamental sword. <laughs> Carswell allowed officers to search her cell phone, resulting in them finding videos of her and more getting engaged at Walmart early Tuesday morning after the robbery. Receipts seized during the execution of a search warrant showed the engagement ring was purchased at Walmart. Not knocking on Walmart rings, whatever. (laughs) That's where you want to go. You go right ahead. You do you. When police executed a search warrant at Moore's vehicle, they found money from the store and a handwritten list of materials needed to conduct the robbery. (laughs) At at Moore's and Carswell's house, police found the weapon and clothing worn by Moore during the robbery. The clerk sobbed as she handed money over from the register and safe to the robber. I'm trying, Carswell told the robber through tears on the surveillance video. I'm trying. Please, I have kids. When the robber left the store, Carswell called 911. I couldn't see anything. He was covered, Carswell said. He took off in a Toyota Camry. It was gray. That statement was one of the ways investigators tied Carswell to the robbery, according to an investigator. In a follow-up interview with Carswell, that detail didn't match up. It was good, old-fashioned police work that led investigators to connect Carswell and more to the case. We looked at some earlier video from the store, and the suspect came in the store earlier. (laughs) He was wearing the same clothes, the same pants, the same sunglasses. We did some research on social media and found the same bandana that he was wearing in the robbery. Police were able to identify Moore, who confessed to the robbery in an interview. They definitely planned it out together, Brown said. As Carswell was walked into the county magistrate's office Tuesday afternoon, she threatened reporters who were asking her for a comment. I will assault you, she said. (laughs) (laughs) She went on to... (laughs) I will assault you. (laughs) You better watch it or I'm going to assault you. (laughs) She went on to deny her involvement involvement in the robbery i didn't do it carswell said with her back to the reporters no watch the fucking tape and you will see that i was fucking terrified i wasn't involved in a public post on her facebook page from just before 3 30 a.m carswell spoke about the robbery um carswell and Moore both received fifty thousand dollars secured bonds and had court dates set for november 26th Additional charges are pending against Carswell and Moore. So this woman works at this con- like convenience store. She has this boyfriend, and they decide that they're going to rob the store, but make it look like you know she didn't know the guy, <laughs> and then go and buy engagement rings at Walmart like two hours later <laughs> with the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I have kids. <laughs> so upset. Did you look up ornamental sword? I did. And? Ornamental means decorative. Right. <laughs> well, that's what I thought, but 
It means that it doesn't have like a sharpened blade or anything. <laughs> the only thing it could damage is Randy Jackson's autograph. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are we venturing into the back room? Is it back room? Lights, candles. Hey. <laughs> Opens bead doorway. Step on in. Lexi. Yes, Amy? It's time for us to lower our voices. And get serious. And sultry. It's that time again. What time? It's time to go back to the back room. Ooh. Are you ready for this? Are we getting X-rated? Oh, girl, we're getting X-rated. All up in here. It's time for another trip to the back room. the most thirstiest time of the year. <laughs> there are like over two billion Christmas-based themed or referenced adult films. There sure are. It is wild, and I'm gonna kickstart with the scariest one. You all ready? Right. Okay. This one's called A She-Male for All Seasons. A she-male for all seasons. A she-male for all seasons. I sent you the screenshot. It is fucking terrifying. <laughs> the cover, she looks pretty. But then there's like a like a screenshot of her in the film and her face is terra-fucking-fying. <laughs> That's hyphenated. It's one word. Terra-fucking-fying. Terra-fucking-fying, yes. <laughs> Our cover girl, Jules, is a very busy and pretty little elf tending to Santa's Christmas store. Uh, she's so busy, she doesn't realize that she's being stalked by the Grinch, who has come to disrupt Christmas. Oh. And then gropes and fondles her sk her skinny frame. <laughs> and then he makes a very good use of Santa's workshop and reaches for the hidden Christmas present. <laughs> her eyes? <laughs> like, that's all I can see is your eyes. Because... <laughs> Amy, what's your first one? My first adult movie is How the Grinch Gaped Christmas. <laughs> I wasn't going to laugh. <laughs> I wasn't going to laugh. I was going to be unfazed by that cheesy title. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> um, this bitch is green. <laughs> oh, yeah. She is green. Painted head to toe green. Except... The only part of her that's not green is her asshole. That's the only part. Like, this one, like, sliver where her butt cheeks, once they're pulled apart, <laughs> just that spot right there is not green. <laughs> Look, it's a weird tan line. <laughs> is that you what it is? I not how I got there either. <laughs> and... These girls have the biggest fucking buttholes I've ever seen. They are quite literally gaping. <laughs> it is gross. Um, is that how the Grinch gapes Christmas? It is. Listen, listen to this. Every whore down in Horville liked Christmas a lot, but the Grinch who lived just north of Horville did not. <laughs> the Grinch hated Christmas season. Please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. 
It could be perhaps that her shoes were too tight. It could be the fact that she hasn't been screwed quite right. But I think the most likely reason of all, maybe that all of the cocks she encountered were just too small. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Whoever was in charge of writing this, the, I, I need a day like in their head you know like i need to conduct an interview for science <laughs> for, for science reasons clearly <laughs> <laughs> they get there you click pen this is for science <laughs> click, click. <laughs> what's your second one okay so my second one is called christmas spirit oh god it's just got two topless chicks as the cover, and then one wearing clothes, and like she's standing in front of the other two. It doesn't make sense there, but <laughs> their caption is, In the true spirit of gift giving, this Christmas compilation of tales from Santa's naughty list will make you stuff your stocking. <laughs> <laughs> What's your second one, Amy? <laughs> it's called It's a Whore's Christmas. Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> she's fully clothed, but for whatever reason, she looks like she's about to like go to battle. <laughs> I don't know why. Like she just looks like she's about I can't tell if she's wearing an apron. <laughs> <laughs> But like a gladiator suit. <laughs> Anywho, so <laughs> the the back of it. In any horror. <laughs> any horror. Um, <laughs> the back of it says, "Ho ho ho!" To all of Santa's little whores in this skin flick, from a devilish helper with a chainsaw. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I have so many questions right now. <laughs> to cut you a lovely Christmas tree to scantily dressed elves fighting over a cock as if it were a giant candy cane. <laughs> These whores get exactly what they want for Christmas and it ain't no sugar plum. Watch their pretty little mouths and holes get filled with dick. As if they were stockings to be filled by old Saint Nick. Oh my god. <laughs> Love the poetry. Isn't it? It's very poetic. <laughs> okay, so to give you guys a little extra, extra, since, you know, this is our season finale. Woo! We had put out an APB asking you guys to send in your stories of any famous people that you ha might have had encounters with while at work. So we have a couple, and we're going to read them. <laughs> um, this first story comes from Johnny Benson from Beer Man Beer Podcast, which, by the way, they're really funny. You should listen to them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Johnny says... I met Bob Backlund while I was delivering ice cream one time. He was cool. He didn't talk long, but he talked for a bit. I also ran into Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister once, but he blew right by me holding a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nope, pizza. <laughs> All right. 
Um, our next one is from Katie from the Weird on the Rocks podcast. Yeah, she is another podcast that's part of our Titancast network. She says, Sarah Baralis came into my work when I was the manager of a coffee shop. She is from my hometown and comes to visit for the holidays, but I totally froze when I waited on her. She was very polite and normal and got a few bags of ground coffee. I remember I was shaking and kind of falling over my words. I think she could tell that I recognized her and was flustered. After she left, I felt so lame, regretted not telling her how much I love her music. I love her music. Mm-hmm. Um, when I used to work at Walmart, um, it was a long time ago, They, I worked in the photo lab, which was right next to the electronics area and uh the electronics has this like loop dvd that they play right mm-hmm. um well except for sometimes they would put in a movie and that movie would just play relentlessly over and over and over and over don't even get me started on high school musical 2 <laughs> 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 fucking hate that movie <laughs> anywho so um it was like a her singing love song which i fucking love that song <laughs> And it was her talking about the making of the song. Like, she had gotten um, signed to this record company, and they kept bugging her about wanting her to write a love song. And so that's the song that she wrote. (laughs) 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 Talking about not going to write you a love song, (laughs) because she she hates love songs. (laughs) Because you asked for it. Yeah. you need one. Yeah, that's what she wrote. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this next one comes from Paul. He's a follower of ours on Instagram. He says, A year ago, I served a rather hungover Joe Mangianello at my store. At the end, I told him my wife was a huge fan of Magic Mike XXL, and he replied, Hey, maybe one day I'll do a film for you to enjoy. But out of sheer starstruck nervousness, my response was to give a loud, fake-sounding laugh, and he got this look on his face like, I just pissed on his favorite rug. (laughs) Not going to lie, my wife was not impressed when I told her what had happened. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. Uh, He's in um, What to Expect When Expecting. Mm -hmm. I love that movie. He's the cool single guy that all of the dads want to be, that they like live their lives vicariously through him. But then at the very end of the movie, he becomes a dad himself. (laughs) All right. Um, Our last story is from Frankie. They are a follower on our Facebook page. When I worked at Barnes & Noble, I met Natalie Portman, Gene Simmons, Jason Siegel, Harvey Keitel, Gordon Ramsay, Gabriel from The Walking Dead, J.K. Rowling, Jimmy Fallon, and a few more. I'm totally fucking jealous. <laughs> I know, right? You what bet all of these... did you work at? I know, right? I have this, like, kind of uh, super crush on Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> uh, same for Natalie Portman. <laughs> I mean, I love Natalie Portman, too, but I really love Gordon Ramsay. Look, we're not going to get into weird kinks of Amy's right I, now, okay? She wants Gordon to <laughs> yell at her in the bedroom. No, I <laughs> love food, and the way that he talks about food, it just, like, 
it's amazing, you know, it's just like <laughs> the the most delicious, most decadent cheese. Like <laughs> like he makes anything like just random random ingredient just sound orgasmic. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, you talk about that cheese <laughs> and pour it, pour it over that egg. <laughs> talk dirty to me, Gordon. <laughs> anyway, back to Frankie's story. <laughs> All were beautiful experiences except Gene Simmons. He was very rude and condescending to my coworkers and myself. He threw a fit over us not having a certain brand of water. I don't know. It might not seem like a lot, but it felt unnecessary. Uh, How dare you not have this water sticks out to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't rock all night and party every day without being hydrated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so those are stories that we've gotten so far. If any of you guys want to send us any more stories, we would love to read those when we come back from our break. We sure would. And send us any stories. So that does that mean it's our final tea time of season one, Amy? Is tea time? Oh my goodness! Really? Yeah. <laughs> Click. All right. You want me to go first? Yeah, Amy. What you got? Customer freaks out over one penny. Oh wow! <laughs> That's what you got. <laughs> That's what I got. <laughs> so. This happened last year around Christmas time. I was working the till. It was only about three weeks into me working in the store. Big discount department store. I was just coming up to the end of my shift when a customer, an older lady, not very friendly, but also not terrible, at least not at the start, (laughs) came up to the till with a basket. She got a pair of trousers for $9.99 and some other items, and her total came up to roughly $35.04. She gave me 3505 and waited for her receipt. I gave it to her and also her penny change, which seemed to trigger her. Why are you giving me a penny back? I gave you the exact change. I said, oh, no, you gave me 3505 when the total was 3504, so that's your change. No, it's not. The total is 3505. You must have done something wrong. I counted. I don't know what to say, miss. It will show you everything on the receipt, right? I know my total. You did something wrong. You're going to get me in trouble. I want a refund. (laughs) What the fuck? Miss, I can't process a refund in here. I'm not trained to do so. Just let me show you the receipt. You can give me a refund now. You messed up. You can do anything if you really want to. (laughs) It's like she's trying to be like argumentative and uh uplifting at the same time you can do anything if you really want to (laughs) (laughs) at this point i was getting really stressed the customer was shouting at me and kept telling me i did something wrong and at this point i was very iffy about calling the manager on anything i had another customer bless her soul waiting in queue but she was later being served by another employee I managed to get her to stop shouting at me just so I could show her the receipt and pointed out that the trousers were $9.99. She said, oh, I thought they were 10 That's fine. And just walked away with her stuff. Really? (laughs) 
my manager came up to me <laughs> asking what had happened because she had heard someone shouting. And instead of explaining, I just started crying. And the customer that was waiting behind her started explaining that it wasn't my fault. Honestly, I just wanted to get that out of me. Who throws a fit over a fucking penny? That bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I know, right? All right. So my first story is titled Little Holiday Bookshop of Horrors. Oh, all right. So I work in a bookshop in Europe, and yesterday was our quote-unquote Black Friday. Uh, we had offers on some publishers, but not on all of them. And most discounts were on children's books, which led to adults getting disappointed. An older woman walked in and grabbed a random paperback book from the adult fiction shelves. The price was clearly marked at the back of the book. It was 18 point twenty euro. 18.20. I don't know how to read euros. I'm sorry, you guys. We don't know euros and pounds. <laughs> we're, we're, we're American. American as fuck. I'm not even trying. Don't worry. We know that your money is worth more than ours. Yeah, you're way more valuable. <laughs> um, It was marked 18 pounds. Pounds? Euros? One of those. Euros. It was it was marked <laughs> at eighteen euros <laughs> when I scanned it. The system confirmed the price. As usual, I politely asked this lady for the money to complete the transaction, and when she heard me saying the price, she told me it was very expensive for a paperback and that it should have a discount. I informed her that as a cashier I had no control over discounts, and she went ballistic. She proceeds to go on a rant about how it's too expensive for a book that looks so old and paperback, and if we want people to come back and buy more, we should adjust our prices because she definitely wouldn't be coming back. She was very mean-spirited and rude, and she berated my manager about it as well. I finally ended up snapping and told her that as a cashier and manager, we cannot control the prices of the books, and that if she has a complaint, she needs to file it online via the director's email. She seemed happy with that option and left with a grin on her face. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end. <laughs> I know, right? It's okay, my second story makes up for it. <laughs> What's your next story, Amy? This one is called Black Friday Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered a gaming system from one of the biggest electronic stores in America. They are, <laughs> put in Best parentheses, <laughs> they are known for hiring geeks. <laughs> oh, I like how that was my first fucking guess. Um, I ordered and paid online to be picked up same day in store on Black Friday. After successfully picking up my item, I went home to register my device and noticed the store sold me a used item marked as new with over 50% of the warranty already expired and a clearly damaged exterior. <laughs> I bought this gaming system when I was out of state while visiting family for Thanksgiving and needed to return the item to a different store in the town I live in. The electronic store said this would be no problem when I called their customer support number. When I attempted to return the item in the state I live in, the lady at the counter said, 
You sure you got this from us? Despite having seen my receipts both printed and on my phone, she explained that the barcode on the receipt didn't match the serial number on the gaming unit, and she couldn't return the item. She was treating me as if I was trying to scam her or I had somehow stolen the device. Come to find out, the electronic store in the first state gave me the wrong item mod. She explained I needed to drive back to the state where I made my purchase and return the item there. They seemed mm. annoyed. They seemed very annoyed during the whole process, as if I were an inconvenience to them. <laughs> they would also stop waiting on my. Oh, they would also stop waiting on me periodically to help other customers. Uh, mean. I don't know. <laughs> they have to keep the flow going. Right. Like, like that's not necessarily meaning that they're ignoring you. They just got to make sure that they're helping everybody. I'll do that too sometimes when people have like large orders or something. I'll be like, do you mind? You know, I'll usually at least ask, like, is this okay? And they'll be like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so <clears throat> after an hour of talking to management, they finally agreed to to provide me with an exchange. When I went to the back of the store to grab a supposedly new gaming system, I found all of their inventory had extremely damaged boxes. I carefully examined each box and noticed they all had been returned at some point. All except one. I brought the only unit with solid packaging and a security device to the front of the store and, of course, they couldn't get that barcode to register. Sorry, mm -hmm. but we can't get this item to ring up. You'll have to pick another one. We can't sell you this unit. Isn't that convenient? <laughs> right. At this point, I had been in the store a long time and just wanted to go home. So I decided to just have them order one to be delivered to my home. On the day I was supposed to get my package... I received an email from the company notifying me that my item was out of stock. <sighs> On top of it, I am unable to return my gaming console subscription card because it was part of the bundle I purchased, and they entered my exchange details incorrectly. So now I'm here with three months of a gaming subscription without a console to play on. Wow. <laughs> Good going there, you uh, geek squads. <laughs> Oh my goodness, yep. <laughs> my last story uh -huh. is very aptly titled. You ready for this? I'm ready. I am fearlessly an asshole to rude customers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready for this one. <laughs> I work as a host in a corporate restaurant. So not quite retail, but nearly there. It's my job to make people feel welcome and bend over backwards, forwards, and sideways to make sure that they're happy. <laughs> I don't care. The amount of stupidity I have to deal with is staggering, to say the least. Mm -hmm. We are short-staffed as it is, and since I'm actually competent at my duties, I know they won't axe me just yet. Axe me? Not, like, oh, fine. axe, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't just do that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Lexi. <laughs> I almost got held back in kindergarten over that shit. <laughs> Fun fact. Anyways. Um, so I'm fearlessly an asshole to assholes. Never normal, reasonable people. Don't worry, I'm not a monster. But to the people who get mad at me because I don't read their mind, whether you want to sit in the bar or not, 
and they haven't said anything, even as I just led them to the very opposite end of the restaurant. Quote, unquote. Can I sit at this table? Why not? Come on. <sighs> not understanding that even if there is a singular table available during a wait, we aren't sitting them because the server is weeded and also there's four other parties ahead of them on the wait list. Europeans, who are apparently so fragile they have to complain to my manager and get me in trouble because I place their menus down instead of handing it to them. Mothers who refuse to listen to me that I can only put high chairs in certain places, and if I put them at the boot they want, not only is it a fire hazard, but directly a hazard to their own child's safety. Like, Karen, they're literally going to topple and break your cute baby's little neck, okay? <laughs> don't put them there. <laughs> I'm rude as fuck. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I have gotten written up and gotten numerous complaints, and it will get me fired one day. But I'm a human. Overworked and underpaid. Working 10-hour shifts with no breaks. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the... It's nice to sit at a booth, but if you have a high chair, it's a little difficult. <laughs> I feel like that's an understatement. It's a lottle difficult. A lottle. It's a lot. A lottle. It's not a little, it's a lottle. <laughs> it's our last demographics round for season one. For season one. Woo! We are going to do demographics. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So first off, I am just in awe on how quickly we're picking up momentum here. I know. Everybody loves us in the holidays. <laughs> I noticed. Everybody's extra ragey during the holidays. <laughs> we see you, alright? <laughs> we agree also. Yes. So just so you understand, we're all on the same side here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amy. You gonna kickstart this bitch? Our number one city finishing off season one is Fishers, Indiana. Woo! They came, came out of nowhere, and in the last three episodes, they have taken over. <laughs> they sure did. They knocked Kenosha out of the top city. And they say, we here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so Speaking of. Yeah, who's our number two our, city? Our second place finalist for season one is Kenosha, Wisconsin. Hey, Kenosha. You know, you guys did really good this season, too. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good round. You made it really far. <laughs> you were only a few listens shy. Just a couple. We, those are rookie numbers. We gotta bump those we up. We gotta bring it up, Kenosha. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. What's and our third place finalist, Amy? Third, third place finalist came out of nowhere. It's Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Woo! Ohio. <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> and our number four city. They've been sticking with us. They have been. You guys are some troopers over there. Mountain View, California. They've gotten some they they've gotten kicked down a bit, but look at them finishing in the top four. Hell yeah. Honorable mention. <laughs> you guys are all awesome. 
So I just wanted to do something a little different this time. Um, when we do our demographics, we usually go back a little bit, right? But I wanted to add a little extra. So to finish off season one, in 40 episodes, we have reached 10 countries. We have reached 74 cities. And we have had slightly over 2,000 plays. And we've been played on every continent other yes, than we've... Antarctica. <laughs> like, those penguins are going to catch up. They're going to know we're lit and they're going to enjoy the shit out of it. Going to see a fucking penguin pop out with fuck you, Karen. So, you got our sign off quote? I do. I just wanted to say that we've had a lot of fun doing this. It has been a really great way for us to relieve stress of the craziness that we deal with on a daily basis in our jobs. And obviously you guys are enjoying listening and we love that. And we love all of you. And we hope that we'll see you again next season after the holidays and if you want to we'll still be very active on social media we just don't have time to be able to sit and record episodes until after the holidays (laughs) so if you guys still want to get into contact with us you know where to find us on facebook and twitter and instagram you can email us you can stalk us (laughs) don't stalk us please don't stalk us (laughs) please don't i'll fight you right here (laughs) anyway so we love you guys um my sign off quote is the best of all gifts around any christmas tree the presence of a happy family all wrapped up in each other. Aw. <laughs> That's a good one. We love you guys. We'll, we'll hear from you next year. We or sure you'll, will. You'll hear from us next year. <laughs> that too. And you'll hear us with 2020 vision. Ooh. Doesn't make sense hearing with sight, but you know what? It does now. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. Amy, do you like this tea? Because I'm loving this tea. I fucking love this tea. If you're loving all of this tea, just like we are, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. You can also join our group. We have a fans group of Confessions of Retail. You can find the link on our Facebook page. Yes, it is linked to the page. And all of our other links are also in our description.